This episode of Orange Hatter is sponsored by Free Market Kids. Join the ranks of families who have discovered the magic of bonding over Bitcoin learning. With the Huddle Up Bitcoin mining game, you're not just playing, you're building bridges, creating memories, and embracing the future, one block at a time. Happy hodling! Hi everyone, welcome to Orange Hatter. Today you're listening to part three of my conversation with Ada. And also Bitcoin also promotes family values, like have your family, love your family, take care of your family, and also the individual responsibility, right, that we have lost as a society. We are very entitled. We think that we need to be given everything, and that's really bad because that's what governments sometimes use for, for, for you to be very graceful because they will give you something but they will take out your freedom with it. There is nothing free in this life. <laughs> That's true. And again, I go back to parenting principles. If you do things for your kids, when they can do it themselves with a little bit of struggle, what you're telling them is they can't do it. You're really taking the power away from them and teaching them to be helpless. So yeah, totally agree with you again. There's, there's so much to talk about. So Okay, go back to where you were talking about Bitcoin promoting family value. Can you expand a little bit more on that and maybe give us an example? I think that in this case, if your money, think about it right now. If you have a family, you have to work two or three jobs to be able to pay the house you are in, the food, the tuitions for your kids at school, and all of that. If the money and and that it, and every time every year you will need more money, so you will need to do other jobs to be able to reach those. And as more more jobs you have, less time you spend with your kids. So there is, you will not be able to teach them anything. You will not be able to nurture them, spend time with them, play with them. You will probably outsource that to the schools and to the tablets <laughs> or computers <laughs> because did you need them to be quiet so you are working so you will give them that and they will not have your attention and your time so that's why and also it it promotes healthy habits so take care of your food so just just don't go out and buy everything that anybody does that you don't know what is in it it, it encourages you to also encourage you to buy. You see that it's a lot of promotion of buy local, buy local. So you promote the local businesses, right? Which at the same time is stimulating the economy, your local economy. So these big corporations are not going to be able to, to get all the market. And everybody has like kind of an opportunity to provide their values and their products to the consumers. So that's something that is, and that is an opportunity for any family to have their small business and to contribute to society and, and to provide value for others. And at the same time, they will teach lessons to their kids and things like that, I think. And, and at the same time, it will promote like individual responsibility, which kids is really good for kids, because if they feel responsible, they will fight for what they want. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, for sure. Family, you know, the 
that there's so many kids out there who have so many opportunities, but they feel extremely lonely because of what you said, because they are left alone because their parents are working. And I think I was listening to somebody talk about her work and she would snuggle with her children while she was working on the laptop. So her body was there, but her mind was elsewhere because she was having to work. And I, I'm listening to her story and I'm thinking, okay, it's unspoken, but there's some message that's being conveyed to her kids, right? And that's what we're talking about is that family value being being kind of sucked away from truly being present in during family time to work like multitasking. Like you're always having to multitask because you have such a long to-do list. You're trying to provide for your family. And and, it's very, and the system also is very complicated. So you will have to spend a lot of time trying to, because if you, for example, if you want to have some success in finances, apart from your job, you have to learn. That's another second job that you will have to do to learn how to grow your finances. So that is also time that takes that you take out of your life with your family and things like that and and you will at some point when you humans they have the instinct to help each other so once you learn you will be able to teach others and that other is gonna help other in things like that and the whole society will will have the benefits right Oh yeah, for sure. Let's talk about nutrition because you have mentioned that briefly earlier. And I do think that a lot of Bitcoiners care a lot about what is happening in the world of food production. So can you go a little bit more into that? Sure. <laughs> so yes, in this case, you know, we're always careful about our bodies and how we look and things like that. But when you start going through when you start researching and start learning about bitcoin you go through some other information that they will make you and if you have a curiosity i'm a very curious person so i want to learn as much as possible and know how things work so and then you start seeing other people saying okay this is not working this is uh, like for example the seed oils Everybody and most people will consume in that oil as healthy because that's what we have been promoted, right? So, and then you start going through the science behind it and then you discover, yeah, we shouldn't do that. And then you start trying new things and you see the results on you. You feel better. And then you start creating new habits and, and nutrition and for example, I was almost vegetarian. I was almost vegetarian. I think that's going to be a similar story. You will hear this story in multiple cases. And that friend of mine, uh, we were talking also about health and healthy habits and nutrition, things like that. He was pushing me a lot about to read about these things. Because like I said, when you come from the tech background, there are all the things that you don't take care, much care about it. So in this case, I started reading like nutrition books and start digging a little bit more into that. And that is where you start changing your habits 
I was, I love desserts. I love ice cream, everything with sugar. And I was able to quit on sugar. And that helps you a lot. So that all of that came from all this habit of reading, researching, curiosity. And also when you learn uh, the money, what money has done to our nutrition, everything makes sense. Because when you, even today, when I have changed my mind in a lot of things and I go on, and in and my work, my job, when I go to have lunch with my friends, my coworkers, and there is the TV, the commercials on TV are all the time, fried food, fast food, and you get it. You immediately get it. This is the money behind all of that and the politics and all of that. So yes, that for, for, from that front, it will make you rethink a lot of things on your nutrition. And you start trying different, different approaches. And when you see that works, and also will build discipline that that is what is the most rewarding part because, and that is going to make you feel satisfied. So it's, 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 it's a very good habit development that you will do, you will go through. Yeah, definitely education and reading up on stuff. I think most people will agree that sugar is bad for you, at least processed sugar. And then of course the keto people would say, well, fruit sugar also, but there's a lot of controversy regarding whether you should go vegetarian or go carnivore or somewhere in between, right? So how did you go from almost vegetarian to not vegetarian? My, my, I went vegetarian mostly for my compassionate side because of the animals and things like that. So it was a mental process of, okay, well, we have to kind of incorporate some other foods. And also I was eating a lot of carbs at that time because you just don't notice, but you, you start eating a lot of carbs. And then I start switching a little bit, start eating a little bit of meat. And then incorporate more, 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 more. I'm not carnivore. I'm doing like a balanced diet, but yes, it was a change. And it was a mindset change mostly because it's not fun for me still like cutting meat and stuff like that yet. I understand. I understand. I asked that question because a lot of Bitcoiners, when they go down the Bitcoin rabbit hole, they start to question not only everything that they've been taught about money, but really everything else that's that they've been taught. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You will do it like automatically. You will start. Yes, everything. Thanks for joining us today and learning with us today. If the discussion with our guests resonated with you and you would like to dive deeper into the world of Bitcoin, don't miss out on joining the Orange Hatter Women's Reading Club. The meetup link is in the show notes. Also, if there are women in your life whom you think would both enjoy and benefit from learning more about Bitcoin, please share Orange Hatter with them. Until next time, bye!